God bless you. My name is John Davison, and this is Fruit of the Vine Ministries. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a passionate follower and dedicated ambassador of Jesus Christ. And today, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, if you're catching it via podcast or through, say, YouTube or Vimeo or Facebook, I want to encourage you that the Holy Spirit is going to encounter you today in a very powerful way and release to you a deeper revelation of who he is, why Jesus died, and why the Holy Spirit was placed inside of you if you are a born-again follower of Jesus Christ, and how you can live a life of righteousness, peace, and joy. You can live a life that is full of the fruit of the Spirit of Galatians 5, 22, and 23, regardless of the circumstances in the world around you, maybe even the situations that you're walking through. You can have peace in the midst of the storm, and you can sing even if you're in prison like Paul and Silas, and you can make melodies in your heart to the Lord. It is true. It is a promise given to us by the Father, and we know in the Scriptures that all of God's promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And so listen, I just want to take a moment with you, and I want to read to you what we're going to dive into today, and that is the fruit of the Spirit of Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. And we're going to go through these one by one. And so this is going to be a a several-part series that we're recording and, and we're releasing to you to edify, to encourage, and to build you up and strengthen you in the Lord. So in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 23, and I'm going to turn there, and I'm going to read this with you, and then we're going to step into some other passages, some other promises of the Lord, so that we can tie into the very first fruit of the Spirit, which is love, which is the title of this video. And in verse uh, Galatians uh, Galatians 5, 16, it says this, So I say then, this is the Apostle Paul writing to Galatians, he said, So I say then, if you live by the Spirit, You will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Isn't that amazing? Like, isn't that such an awesome promise that if we live by the Holy Spirit in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that we don't have to give into the things we used to give into before we were born again? He says this, verse 17, For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with one another so that you do not do what you want. But, here's... (laughs) this is the point of change right here. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Listen to this, verse 19. The acts of the sinful nature are very obvious. They're understood. They're plainly seen by individuals around you. In other words, the word there is made manifest. The the acts of the sinful nature are, 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 they're easily understood. It says there's sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft which is also, that word there is also rebellion, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not be able to function in the kingdom of God. And And we're going to discuss what the kingdom of God is in just a moment. Because that passage doesn't mean, listen, this is, this is a very, this is a very important uh, piece that you need to understand, is that that doesn't mean that you, you have not been saved. Even if, if you've given your life to Christ, 
But there's an inheritance that you won't step into, you won't function in, you, you, you won't come into the fullness and the full potential that's available to you should you live by these, by these desires and what's, and what's listed there. In verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. And since we live by the Spirit, let us walk and continue to keep in step with the Spirit, what the Spirit is doing, and let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So it's so important that we grasp what Paul is saying here to the Galatians, that listen, if you're in Christ, just like Romans 6, if you're in Christ, the old nature has passed away. Everything you... You were buried with Christ in baptism and you raised with him in the newness of life. And so you're a brand new creation. Old things have passed away and everything has become new. But you might be saying to yourself, but I don't feel brand new. Or I'm not experiencing brand new. You know, you went through that list, John, of, 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 of all the, the sinful nature. And, 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 you know, I do some of those things. It's okay. Listen, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna help you today to understand how to function with the Holy Spirit in such a way that you can step out of the old man and into the new. You can put on the Lord Jesus Christ and you can come into the fruit of the Spirit and partner with the Holy Ghost. So we just read Galatians chapter 5 and so I want to talk to you for just a minute about the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit really has become a very forgotten aspect, a very forgotten person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit has been quenched and stifled in so many streams of Christianity to where the Holy Spirit, even if you talk about the Holy Spirit, he's talked about more as, as a force or some kind of mystical, you know, kind of like a Star Wars being, this, 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 you know, may the force be with you type thing. And it's just this kind of arbitrary, random, like, oh, the Holy Spirit's here, the Holy Spirit's there, you know, the Holy Spirit did this, or the Holy Spirit did that. But we don't talk about and discuss the Holy Spirit as if the Holy Spirit has feelings and emotions and thoughts. And in fact, Scripture tells us very clearly that we can quench the Spirit. And scripture tells us very clearly that there's that the Spirit speaks and, and the Holy Spirit told, you know, the apostles in the early church told them things and shared things with them. And, and the Holy Spirit came upon them in power, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. But I want to read to you the promise of the Holy Spirit because I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit is not just random. The Holy Spirit is not just a force. The Holy Spirit is is God and has been placed inside of you to give you power so that you can step into living out the new creation that you've been bought and paid for to become in Christ. So let's talk about this for a moment. In Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 25 to 27 is the promise of the new covenant. And God makes several promises in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25 to 27, where he says, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to sprinkle you clean he said, I'm going to wash away your iniquities. He said, then I'm going to do a few things. He said, I'm going to give you a new heart. I'm going to give you a new spirit. And I'm going to put my spirit inside of you. And my spirit will cause you to walk in my statutes. In other words, he said that when the Holy Spirit comes in the promise of the new covenant, that he will give you the power and the ability to walk out what God says he's commanding us to do 
in, 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 the, in the commandments, in the law, right? We're not putting people under law, but he's saying, I'm going to empower you to do those things through faith and through grace. It's not by works, lest anyone should boast. That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 10, talks about you've been saved by grace through faith. But that faith in what God promises and the faith in what God has spoken to us as his truth, that same faith that brought you into the kingdom is the same faith to attach to the promises that you can live a redeemed lifestyle. You can live in the fruit of the Spirit. And so that's Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25 to 27. So you can read that promise for yourself. But listen to Jesus. I want you to listen to Jesus here in John chapter 14. In John chapter 14, verse 15 to 17, listen to this. Jesus says this. This is so good. If you love me, you will obey what I have stated, what I've commanded, what I'm teaching. If you love me, you'll keep my instructions, he's saying. Watch this, verse 16. He didn't just say that you're going to do stuff and you need to be forced into a mold. He didn't just say he was going to, he didn't say he was going to dangle a bunch of stuff over your head and say, listen, you need to do this or else. Listen to what he says. If you love me, you will obey what I command and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor or comforter to be with you forever. Listen to what he says. The spirit of truth and the word world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Isn't that awesome? Paul later tells us that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, the Holy Spirit is inside of us and empowers us to live out what Christ calls us to. It's such a merciful, loving act of the living God to put himself in us because he knew we couldn't do it on our own. This should, this should, there should be such joy that wells up inside of us and live, rivers of living water should come out of us. Because of the abundance of what God has given us and, and, and the magnitude of the peace and the love that he has bestowed upon us, even though we didn't deserve it. It's incredible. So the question I have to ask you before we continue is, are you born again? Are you born again? Because if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, if you haven't repented of your sins, if, if you haven't submitted everything you have, mind, will, and emotions, body, soul, and spirit, spirit, soul, and body to the living Messiah, the living Christ, the resurrected Jesus, then this power is not available to you. But if you have, you have every reason to be excited and joyful every morning, even in the midst of persecution, even in the midst of the hard times. I'm not saying that this, this is not, this is not a greasy grace or, or, or sloppy grace where you just get to sin and get away with it. That's not what I mean. I mean, you will live so empowered by the Holy Spirit that you won't even think about sin. Sin won't be on your mind because you'll be so busy enjoying the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And you'll be in such ecstasy with the Lord and partnership with the living God in you that you would never even think about wanting to do those things any longer. You have no desire or thought in your mind because you're so in love with the Lord. So let's continue on. Let's say you're born again. Hopefully you are, and you're listening to this, right? What is the kingdom? Because that's what we were talking about a moment ago. It says that those who live 
according to the sinful nature, will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's not talking about heaven. It's not talking about the sweet by and by. It's not talking about the return of Christ and at some later point in time. It's talking about giving life to your mortal body here and now. In Romans chapter 14, verse 17, the Apostle Paul is writing to the Romans, and he says this, and I think I'll start in, there we go, verse 17, yeah. For the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's not just righteousness. It's not just peace. It's not just joy. The kingdom is in the Holy Spirit. And guess what, my friends? The Holy Spirit is in you if you're born again. That's why Jesus said, look, don't look here, don't look there, because the kingdom is within you. So he placed the kingdom. Remember, that's what we read about Ezekiel 36, is that the kingdom of heaven would be inside of you. The promise of the new covenant was that the spirit of God would be in you. He would give you a new spirit. As Ephesians said, that he would quicken your spirit and that he would seal you with the Holy Spirit. And then when you have the Holy Ghost and when those things come, Jesus makes this amazing statement in John chapter 15, which brings us into the fruit, the fruit that manifests from partnering and walking in the Holy Spirit. And that is this. In John 15, Jesus says this, I am the vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that does not bear fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I remain in you. Right? No branch can bear fruit by itself. Right? It's not of works, lest any man should boast. It is, he says this, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine, and neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches, and if anyone remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you could do nothing. Apart from me, Jesus says, you can do nothing. And here's that Greek word that is so pivotal for our conversation on the fruit of the Spirit as we continue to move forward. The, 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 word, the word in the Greek is karpos. And the word in karpos, and I'm going to grab, grab my W.E. Vines Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. I want to read to you what that word means and what this metaphor is, is sharing with us. And it says this. Carpos, or fruit, also as fruitfulness, says this, of works or of deeds, fruit being the visible expression of power, working inwardly and invisibly, the character of the fruit being the evidence of the character of the power which is producing it. Listen, this is so powerful. Jesus is saying, listen, the fruit that you will produce will be the very characteristics of the individual who is producing it. That is so amazing to me because Jesus is saying, listen, 
If you remain in fellowship and continual awareness of me and my presence, if you're continually speaking to me and, and loving on me and spending time in the word and prayer and fasting and you're, and you're, and you're continually hungering and thirsting for righteousness, what did he say? He said, you will be full. You'll be filled. And out of you are going to flow streams of living water. And the fruit that you're going to produce are going to be his very attributes and nature. It doesn't end there. Listen to 1 John. Oh my goodness. Listen to 1 John. This is so like, guys, I, listen, I used to be a drug addict. I used to be an alcoholic. I used to be addicted to pornography before I came to Jesus Christ many, many years ago. I got saved when I was 26 years old. Look, I am, I, I see the fruit and the transformational power of the gospel and I want you to grasp it. If you're a Christian that's struggling, if you're a Christian that, that hasn't partnered with the Holy Spirit yet, if you're a Christian who is, who's, who's come across this audio and you're saying to yourself, I want that. Listen to what the promise is. Listen, or listen to what, <laughs> listen to what 1 John has to say in verse, in chapter 4, verse 16. It says, God is love and whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. And in this way, Love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment because in this world, we are like Jesus. How are we going to have confidence on the day of judgment? We don't have to fear the day of judgment. Do you know that? Christians, believers that are born again and functioning and walking in the Holy Spirit, according to Galatians and, and all these promises, if we're functioning in the Holy Spirit, and we're, we're manifesting the attributes and very nature and characteristics of Jesus because he lives in us. It's Christ in us, which is the hope of glory. And we're going from faith to faith, from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Those are the promises of the New Testament that we will have confidence on the day of judgment because in this world right now, we are like him. We are like him. We are like him. My friend, are you like him? Or are you struggling? Are you having a hard time? Is this something that's not a part of your life? Because it can be by grace, through faith. You can partner and say yes to the Lord. You can say yes to the Holy Spirit right now. You could tell the Holy Spirit in this very moment, Holy Spirit, I want what he's talking about. Holy Spirit, I welcome you right now. Even as we say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you right now to manifest yourself upon every person that listens to this that they would partner with you and love you and, 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 and seek you out in all your ways and, and understand what it looks like for you to have full rule and reign in their life, that their spirit men would be strengthened and that you, Holy Spirit, would come upon them and fill them in every way, in every nook, in every cranny, in their mind, their will, and their emotions, that they would be filled to the fullness of the potential that's available. Now let's go back to Galatians chapter 5 for just a moment and then I'm going to give you one more verse and we're going to wrap up and then we'll go to the next one in the in the following teaching. So I'm going to take you back to Galatians chapter 5 for just a moment here. Galatians 5, and we'll start in verse 22 this time because I want to look at the Greek words here because the Greek words are very important. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit, remember, Fruit here, karpos, fruit means the manifestation of the characteristics of the power 
or of the individual who is producing that attribute, that fruit, right? So if the Holy Spirit is the one producing the fruit, then you're manifesting the fruit, the characteristics, the nature of Jesus and the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. Listen to this. But the fruit, the manifestation of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there's no law. In other words, in 23 there, against such things, it literally means there can be no accusation that can stand against anyone who's manifesting, who's manifesting that fruit, that fruit of the Spirit. These things cannot be condemned. They cannot, they can be falsely accused, but they cannot be condemned because they're the very attributes of Jesus here. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. And that word love is agape. And it means undeserving affection. It, it's like John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Listen to that passage. God so agape. What does that mean? It means he was willing to serve he was willing to humble himself and come down and serve people that were undeserving, that didn't, that shouldn't have received his type of, God did not have to come and serve us. And the kind of love is that we, we laid down, he laid down his life for us. Every single step that Jesus took was with you in mind. Think about that. Every persecution, every punch, every, every whip, every beating, every mocking, every time they falsely accused him, he had us in mind. It said, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising its shame. He said, I don't care about what's going to happen to me. I care about what's going to end up happening to them. And he lays down his life for creation. He lays down his life for us. And he serves. And he becomes, God becomes a servant. And he says, I'm going to die for the very ones who are going to kill me. That, my friends, is the kind of love that manifests from the Holy Spirit. I can tell you story after story. I've been in, I've been in protests ministering to people. I've been in riots ministering to people. I've been in LGBT pride parades ministering to people. I've been at New Age festivals ministering to people. I, I, I've been at some of the, some of the darkest places you could potentially think of. And, and in that, even, even in the midst of people knowing I'm a Christian and knowing that, that I'm coming with the message of Jesus, right? I'm laying down my life to love them, even though they don't deserve it. Just like I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve to get born again. I didn't deserve to get saved. Neither did you. And that is grace. That is the free gift of God that we get to carry and bring into the world. That is agape love. And that brings me to my next point, which is the point of having the Holy Spirit. Because the fruit, the fruit in and of itself is the manifestation. But the manifestation is for a purpose. It's, it's not just so that we would have joy in the world. It's not just so that we as individuals can experience the fullness of Christ in this world and have life and life more abundantly. No, Jesus made it very clear when the disciples asked him a very pointed question. In Acts chapter 1, 
And it says this in verse 3. After his suffering, Jesus showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. And he appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. And on occasion, when he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift from my father, which he has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you about, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, listen, guys, don't worry about the kingdom of Israel. It is not for you to know the times and dates the father has set by his own authority. They're asking a valuable question. They want to know. Jesus, when is the kingdom of Israel going to be restored? Jesus, when is when is Jerusalem's glory going to be seen once again? And Jesus answers their question by telling them they're going to receive the Holy Spirit. Watch this. He says, It is not for you to know the times and dates which the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. My friends, what Jesus was sharing with them is so important because he's saying, listen, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and you are going to literally become my witnesses to the world. In other words, you will, Jesus said he was the firstborn of many brethren and that, that unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, that it abideth alone. He's talking about this. Listen, he's saying, look, I'm going to take you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his marvelous light. You are going to be so filled with the Holy Spirit that you are going to manifest my attributes to the world around you. You're going to be a witness. But that word witness doesn't just mean you're going to share the gospel. It means you're going to be a martyr. Yeah, a martyr. It means that you are, it means that you are going to love so well that it doesn't matter if they persecute you. It means the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you so powerfully that you're in such pleasure with the Lord that even if you're martyred, it doesn't matter because of the hope that you have inside of you. My friends, if we cannot stand in the face of danger, if we cannot stand in the face of disease and sickness and plagues coming upon the earth, if we cannot stand in the face of even our coworkers and our employers and people and share the love of God, I would say to you, my friend, it is time for you to experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit because he wants to take you not just from a place where you're not struggling, but to a place where you're thriving in the fruit and living a life where you're living abundance and you have so much to give that people will receive, that people will say, that one right there, that one right there, all those other Christians, I don't know, but that one right there, he really looks like Jesus to me. He really loves well. He really has joy in the midst of the pandemic. He really has joy in the midst of turmoil and things that are going on in the world. He really has joy even with the wars and rumors of war. He's really carrying the presence of God regardless of what happens around him. That, my friends, is what it means to have the fruit of the Spirit called love. Is that you've laid down your life for the sake of the gospel and the kingdom. You've taken up your cross and you followed him. And so we're going to have several more of these as we go through the rest of the fruit of the Spirit. Because I want you to see the characteristics of God that are available for you to function in as you partner with the Holy Ghost. And then in time, 
in season, as the Lord wills, I'm going to release a Walk in the Spirit series where I'm going to teach you step by step how to learn how to partner with the Holy Spirit inside of you so that he can fill you in all ways, so that mind, will, and emotions can be fully surrendered so that you can truly walk in everything that Jesus paid for you to walk in. So I bless you. I thank you for listening to this today. Please leave your prayer requests. Contact us with testimonies, how this has impacted your life. And stay tuned for just a moment. I have a quick announcement that I want to share with you concerning on ways that you can connect with us. And we love you so much. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. Hey, I wanted to just connect with you, share with you some other ways that you can be encouraged in your faith in Christ Jesus through Fruit of the Vine Ministries. You can visit our website at fruitofthevinemistries.wix.com forward slash fruit of the vine. We have our statement of faith on there. There's a lot of encouraging books, literature, things that you can get your hands on. There's, there's some good meat in there for you to be continually encouraged in. You can also contact us by sending us an email through Fruit of the Vine Ministries at gmail.com, right here in the form on the website. Also, you can connect with us on Facebook at Fruit of the Vine Ministries Ohio. So if you go on Facebook, it's Fruit of the Vine Ministries Ohio. You'll find the Fruit of the Vine Ministries logo. And from there, just like the page and you'll get encouraging scriptures. You'll get encouraging memes, things that you can share with your friends to say, hey, listen, I follow Yeshua Jesus I want to give you another opportunity that some people take to take advantage of our P.O. box. You can write us a letter. You can let us know how you've been encouraged and strengthened in your face. And if you feel led by the Holy Spirit, you can also send a check and you can help us and support financially what Father is doing here. It's P.O. box 222 Louisville, Ohio, 44641. And you can make that out to John Davison. There's also a link to, to give on our uh, website as well. Podcasts are available as well through podbean.com. Go to Fruit of the Vine Ministries on podbean.com. Just click the subscribe and follow, and you can follow some of the latest podcasts. Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short, sometimes they're just very short, encouraging messages. And I just wanted to give you an outlet so that you can, hey, listen, if God moves on you and you want more, if you want more of Jesus, we want to give you every ounce of grace that God has given to us. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. And we want to encourage the church to walk in power, strength, holiness, righteousness, completely covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, walking as normal Christians in the supernatural and seeing friends, neighbors, loved ones, co-workers coming to faith, salvation knowledge in Yeshua HaMashiach. So thank you very much for spending your time with us today. And God bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Shalom.